words, you know, I'm like, all right, that's cool. You know, I like, you know, but I couldn't think of anything. I think it's too soon to call him the GOAT. You know, King is already taken. I'm going to call Jalen for now on President Hurts. President Hurts. When you think President of him, you think right. of that's tight. President. President, yeah. President. He does, he does give me like a Barack Obama was nice in football. Yes. yes. <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> Football. New, new yeah. nickname alert. <laughs> new nickname alert. Y'all welcome back to another episode of the CVMK Show because it is what it is. I am your host, Cody Kelly. As you can see, I'm growing out the beard. Just for you, I want you to do what? Subscribe, YouTube. CVMK, it is what it is, underscore show on the ground. CVMK underscore global, if you know what you know. CVMK33, and we're the best supplements are www.cvmkglobal.store. Look, we have a great episode today, and I do mean a great one. We're going to cover some amazing topics, some amazing subject points from Mark Cuban to Caleb Williams to the Clippers to Jalen Hurts in the Philadelphia Eagles because it hurts so good. So I had to bring back the one, the only Steve-O Speaks, a.k.a. Steve Simmons, because, you know, I needed some help on this. So just a quick word from our sponsors and we'll be right back with the show. YouTube, stop demonetizing my stuff. Anyway, so, <laughs> yo, Steve, man, how's it going? Hey, it's cracking. As always, as always. Hey, it is what it is, man. <laughs> it is what it is. Well, I'm glad to see you back. Hope you had a fantastic Thanksgiving holiday. Yeah, how was yours? It was cool, man. You know, ate a bunch of bad food, a bunch of cookies, ended up getting sick, still trying to fight a code. You got sick, man. Yeah, bro, I, I don't I don't know. It's like I, I said the older you get, the less immune system you have. It's just like, you know, somebody's yeah. because like, you know, because y'all y'all be trying to be too healthy. Sometimes you gotta you gotta eat that thing off the floor, build up your immune system again. I, I think so. I honestly think, you know, like you try to be healthy, you try to exercise, and it's like, man, I can't fight off a code. Maybe eating like pop tarts and crap. You be like, man, you only sick for two days. <laughs> That's probably not scientifically true. So do not follow that advice. Look, I want to get down to it. I bet it is. <sighs> I, I do it. I, I, I'm down with it, like the Ocho with the McDonald's versus the veggies. Oh yeah, his thing of McDonald's makes him a better athlete. Yes. What do he say? Egg McMuffin every day in a in a coke. <laughs> I think he eats a big breakfast every morning. Yeah, yeah, with a regular oh, yeah. coke, not a diet with a coke, coke with no ice. Lord have mercy. Sovereign cold. <laughs> yeah. Mark Cuban is selling the majority of the Dallas 
Mavericks. The deal is supposedly valued at $3.5 billion. He is selling it to Miriam Adelson, who is the widow of a rich donor, rich, famous GOP donor, and the Adelson family who's built their worth off of casinos. Miriam is worth $35 billion and is 77 years of age. Sold about $2 billion of stock to fund this transaction. She is the fifth richest woman in the world, according to Forbes. Close date is expected at the end of the year, subject to the NBA Board of Governors approval. Why now? There's, there's two things I want to ask. Let's start with the first one. Why, Mark? Why sell the controlling interest in your team? I mean, I think you just got to go back to those times where he it he, well, I don't know really the details of it, but he kind of threw out that you know the the league gives him a hard time, and a lot of things that he want to do, and just in general, like he just feels like he's not liked, and the other owners don't like him as well. So he probably just got fed up at one point. He's like, I am done. I did everything I could. I tried to do what's best for the sure. league. I feel like it's possibly in the best hands, but uh, I don't know if he realized what he doing to that community because he did a lot for the community. So the whole atmosphere is going to, if he's actually like removes himself from that and he's not showing, um, at, showing up to games as much as he was, or even just involved into the team that he much as he was, it's going to be felt. So I don't know if he realizes it now, but it could just be a point where, like a lot of billionaires, most billion, especially at his age, he's not at the age of like we who he just sold to at seventy years old. Like they people his age get bored when they got that type of money. He likes to do other things. He likes to go to other ventures. So he might have just got bored with it, and it was already being an issue. Possibly we don't know if he's still making a profit from it. So that could be another thing from it. So. It's, it could be a lot of things, but um, it, it was like I text you when you sent it to me because it happened that day. I was like, it is a little interesting. I said this. I think it, I think you hit it on the head. I think <coughs> I think he's just bored. I think he's and not to say a midlife crisis, uh, but when you're middle aged and you have all the money in the world, what do you do it for? And it used to be because he was a fan of the game, right? Like he loved just the game, but now I don't see that same fire in Mark. Uh, I see him more vocal on a lot of stuff. He's on a lot of podcasts. Um, it's like his personality is, it's always been expressive and vibrant, mm-hmm. but it's like, he's trying to create now a new narrative. Uh, he's stepped, he's stepping away from shark tank. It's like he doesn't want to be seen as just the moisturous person. Right, right. Now the voice of wisdom type, whatever. And, you know, and I'm not saying that that's not cool or or needed. Um, I just wonder, right? Like, you sell the team, even if you're VP of basketball, still, and that's only going to last for so long, right? Until. You find somebody basically to run in and you can still profit off it somehow, some way. Then what? You sold us, you sold, you know, the cable company, 
Like, what what does Mark do next? Or do you do the Jeff Bezos route? Like, is Mark Cuban going to space? Are we going to see the space, you know, space Mark, you know, and uh, him taking shuttle rockets up to the moon? I mean, yeah, I, I mean, <clears throat> I, I'm, I'm trying to, like, do some just general info. Like, one thing I'm trying to figure out is the age of his kids because he does have three kids. Mm-hmm. So one is her, his, he got a daughter that's 20 years old. Another daughter that's sixteen, so he probably it might be a time where he just probably want to be more at home. Sure, he probably want to be more around his kids. His kids growing up, um, he probably missed. Uh, well, I can't. I don't know. Maybe, right, maybe right. but a player. Uh, I know a person of that caliber. When you work that much money, you're working a lot, and yeah. even if you are at coming coming home and they're at home. You probably be barely see him because you're always gone. You're always catching flights. You're always out of town. You're always doing this. You're always doing that. So it's probably at a time where he's at, what, the age of 65, and he's like, let me – I'm still – I'm old enough where I got everything I want. My family is good, but I'm also at the age where I can still kind of do things. Like, he can still travel. Like, it's, it's the difference between traveling for work and just traveling with your family and stuff like that. True. He's also married. Maybe that was taking a toll. Like we don't know what's going on <laughs> behind closed doors. Yeah. Like it could be a multitude of things. Like I feel like the next move he makes, which is like what you kind of alluded to, like he's starting to step back a little bit. That shows to me. That shows signs of him trying to step back in general. Like I'm just trying to be. I'm 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 chilling before I'm in a I'm, I'm bedridden on wheelchair bound. Let me just do what I can do while I can. Because I'm starting to feel it. Because if you think about the NBA, he been with, what, over 20 years? Yeah, I think he bought in 20. Uh, 20 so, multiple regimes, multiple coaches. Yeah. You've seen the rise the the, the and the, the end of Dirk. You didn't put a statue up. You didn't got captured two, what, <laughs> two championships or a championship? Uh, one. One? So he he done the one thing that most are still chasing after. So he probably just like I'm, I'm, I wash my hands. I'm good. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. Here here's here's where I question. So Miriam Adelson at seventy seven. Now obviously she's probably buying this for the family, right? Or the you know the conglomerate that they have, the empire that they built. Mm-hmm. But why? Like, like I, you know, like you've been in casinos. Your husband built this empire. You inherited this massive amount of wealth, and upon his death, you know, this money becomes yours. And the first major transaction that you have is an NBA team. It's like you were a secret fan, you know. Like I just like, and I'm not you saying age or whatever. Just like you're almost eighty, and now you acquire a team. Are you acquiring it to sell it again? Are you acquiring I mean, it? You know, like I mean, it costs to be a money. Like the NBA ain't, ain't making nothing but money. So if you get inside of that, you, you're going to that's just you're going to continue to making money without even looking. So that can be one thing. Like you said, she could be probably be a closeted fan that always wanted to own the team, such as that. And then you probably think of that, the stuff with the uh, casinos, like. You do you deal with a lot of stuff that people don't talk about when you got casinos. Like you deal with like the underworld when it comes to casinos. Like yeah. I'd be like, I don't want to deal with that in my old age. I don't want my family to deal with that. Like it, it's like 
you gotta want to be in a casino, hotel stuff, that type of lifestyle because a lot of stuff comes with it. And and you when you join a fraternity of the ownership of the NBA, it's more sacred and it's more chill and it's more relaxed. And yeah, it's, it's certain rules around it that you just know is not going to get broken. That's true. That's true. And hey, look, you put a casino in the, the Dallas Mavericks uh, stadium, you know. And, hey, tour spot. Yeah, tour spot. Bring my entertainment. I mean, they already got a stadium. Yeah. So you talk about 24 hours. It actually isn't a bad move. When you think about it like that. No, I'm, I'm just tripping. All right. Well, look, when we get back, uh, I want to discuss, and I really don't think Caleb Williams is the answer for the Bears. Uh, right when we return from our sponsors. There's a hero in all of us waiting to be unleashed. All it takes is just that one last push. Activate the hero within with CBMK Global Supplements. All natural, steroid-free, designed to enhance performance, build muscle, and increase energy. You are unstoppable. You can do this. Become your own hero at www.cbmkglobal.store. Y'all, www.cbmkglobal.store. It's the holidays. You want a stocking stuffer? Put superpower in somebody's stocking. They'll thank you for it. www.cbmkglobal.store. All right, so look, there's a lot of news. You know, Bears won on Monday night without scoring a touchdown. I can't say it was an exciting game. I did watch it, but I can't say it was exciting. It was one of those, like, when bad beats terrible or something like that, right? And I'm watching, and it's not Justin Fields' fault. I watched the game. I literally watched. I mean, a blown kick by the kicker uh, first half. I mean, there's things that – the Bears just can't – they don't have the pieces to be great. Take Caleb Williams, right? Transfers from the University of Oklahoma to USC. This phenom, compared to the Patty Mahomes. And everybody's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Last year threw 4,000 yards, 37 TDs, went 11 to 2. This year, not so great. I mean, he's still great, just not in comparison to last year. The problem with it is – He's not going to turn the team around. The team itself needs a completely new look from the top down. Caleb Williams wouldn't change the head coach. Caleb Williams wouldn't change the offensive coordinator. Nope. Caleb Williams wouldn't change the defensive coordinator. Nope. Caleb Williams wouldn't change the special teams coach. Uh-uh. Caleb Williams is not and and here when I say this and I'm about to make a marker 14 flat as great as Caleb Williams is he's a round peg in a square hole his dynamic ability isn't going to change the stream of events that's wrong with Chicago what you could do is say nuke the team trade Justin get more picks and then put a quarterback in there to suffer until you can get. But then who does that? Who wants to spend the next five years sucking, right, until something can happen? Honestly, I think drafting Caleb Williams would be a waste on Caleb's part. I think you might get an underperformance only because of what I've seen. I don't see Caleb Williams 
you know, in the Chicago brand. I see he's a he's a Californian, you know, like he's not a California, but you know what I'm saying? Like no, he's a California dude. Yeah, he's a California dude. You know, it's cold out here. You know, it's it's just a different climate. Do the Bears keep rolling with Justin or is it time? Yeah, you keep rolling with Justin because yeah. People keep saying, like, yeah, you need to see more to some degree, but I'm just seeing all I need to see from out of this coaching staff because it's clear cut that a one, you definitely, and if anything, I better not see Lugetsy next year. I just better not. That, that's not even up for option. Dude's trash. I done went over his tape so many times. I have countless videos out. I done went, I just went on live with Coach T about it. I, I we done broke down his tape. It's garbage. He constantly changed it. Like, and that's the one thing that bothers me about this whole thing is why everybody, when it comes to sports and comes to football, <clears throat> especially football, they all wants to see consistency from the players. They always want to see consistency from the co- uh, from the quarterback, but you never ask for the consistency from the coaches. We haven't seen anything consistent from this coach. We didn't. The game plan we seen last week was nowhere near the game plan we seen this week. And this game, we, the game plan this week to go up against the defense that we supposed to go over to was absolutely coaching malpractice. Like, there is no reason. Everybody, you can throw up every trope you want to. I can break it down. That it don't make sense. Oh, they're calling knees play because they don't trust Justin Fields. Well, they let Justin throw over 30 times. That shows trust. Yeah. Oh, we don't. He don't. He can't move the ball down the field. That's literally his best attribute, next to his legs. <clears throat> yeah. I don't know what else you need to see. He, we, I literally seen this man call fourteen screens in the game, five in a row on the drive, with no X, no true X. But no, you got an X, but it don't matter if you have an X. You can have Calvin Johnson out there. If you're just out there running bubble screens and they know you're running a bubble screen, right. ain't nothing Calvin can do about that because you're not doing anything to set them set them up with. True. You lose a running back, you just feel like we can't run the ball this week. You still got two good running backs. Like his game plan is just trash. He does he never had the experience of game planning and game calling. This is his first time, and we're showing results that you're just not ready for it. You're ne- you you the schemes you come up with don't make sense. I like literally. I was watching the tape today. Yeah. That fourth down play, we're able to like, oh, that's a good call. It's a lucky call. You know why it's a lucky call? Because that <laughs> there was nobody else but to go to was commit. So if that right end would have held on to commit just a little bit longer, the whole play is blown. Yeah, so because that, he yeah. got two right, he got two right receivers on the left side running deep. And he's sitting there backpedaling because that's what he's waiting for. He's developing so he can take that chip and score across the field, which he found. But if that didn't happen, the whole play is dead because you didn't make an account for, okay, that's how you got to call plays. When you're making plays, it's, okay, this probably going to be the primary type of route that I want that's going to get open. But if this must get cut off because the safety does this, I'm going to do this because he ain't going to be able to account for that. And if that don't work, I'm going to have his third progression do that because if that gets cut off, he don't think that way. And he don't think like that when it comes to football. You have to think plays ahead. You got to play chess. He don't play chess out there. There's been times where we've seen it. 
There's been like last week, him and him, Luke and my Ibufus was cooking Detroit. They was cooking in the coaching battle. They was cooking Detroit. Yeah. Until the last two minutes. That's and true. that's where you, that's when the things messed up. So bringing in Caleb Williams is not going to do anything. You just go, he's going to struggle anyway because he's one, he's a rookie. Two, you bringing him into a, a, a one thing people don't bring about Justin. Justin went from Georgia to the hot to the cold. So he was well prepared to deal with some type of cool, some type of weather that we was dealing with in Chicago. So he built yeah. for this. But is he, he got, built for, is he built for a bad culture? I'm talking about culture. I'm not talking about. Oh, he he been. Thr- I'm telling you right now, if you put this in any, if 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 Caleb Williams was in Justin Fields' position, he looks worse than what Justin is now. I believe it. That's what I'm saying. And and that's in within bad culture. That's my whole thing. Like. Everybody wants to get rid of Justin. I'm like, bro, you almost did. To be honest, we're, th- this is the time where we say we're almost there because if you realize, we never broke things down. Every, th- every regime was to fix what the regime lost from the prior, which is always the defense. That's all we did was trying to fix it. This is the first time where uh, GM came in and said, all right, everybody got to go. All right. So everybody's starting to go. The first year's a wash. You don't even count that as you almost because that was just the second year. At that point, you almost got to reset that. Be like, this is Justin as a rookie now because it's everything new. So the second year, he's just out there running and surviving because he has nothing. And now because it's his third year, technically his second year with this regime, now you give him help. When every other quarterback that's been in their third probably had this help to first year or a second year. He's just now getting it. So he's already showed you the talent he could do with you with the lack of coaching, the lack of talent. You're starting to praise more talent around him. You see his stats elevate, but you still say you need more. But I'm like, okay, but clearly the coaches is a problem, but you keep doubling down say you want the coach. You can't double down no more. Hey, even if who's doing what we supposed to do on the defense, so we're starting to get that together. Fixed offense. And I don't feel like fixing the offense is getting a whole new quarterback. No, it's not. It's getting it's getting an OC that, you know, Eric Bieniemy. I mean, he's with Watch, he's with the Commanders, but I mean, um, you know, they're they're names, right? Like you could potentially go names that are in college, uh, you know, that I think would be a good suitor. I personally would like to see um I'm trying to think who 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 is the um I think he's the O no DC for the Steelers, not the OC that they fired. They used to be over Miami. The DC for the Steelers? Hello. Steelers. You talking about Austin? Oh no! Wait, 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 wait. Is it Terrell? Is it uh, Austin? Yeah, yeah, Terrell Austin. Terrell Austin. He's the one that used to. Who is the head coach for the Miami Dolphins before the scandal? Are you t- before? Are you talking about Brian Flores? Yes, I think Brian Flores. Yeah, he the DC for the um, Minnesota right now. Okay, I think he would make a good coach. In Chicago. I don't disagree with you. 
yeah. really don't disagree yeah. with you, even yeah. though I don't really want to deal with another defense of mind. But he has shown me as a head coach, he can string some good things together. Yeah. But uh, to me, I don't feel like. Fools is gonna go anywhere just because he's starting to try to save his job with the defense because it is what it is. The defense is starting to look good, yeah. And this is stats that came out today like, if we p- keep playing the way we playing, we're, we're probably a top five defense. Crazy, sounds crazy, but th- that's the one thing. So he probably saved his job, even though I, I, I question can he really be a leader of men because that's the most Jordan, most important part when it comes to a head coach. Because we already know, we already knew you could call plays, but that's yeah. not what we call. We, we didn't get you. We didn't hire you here just for that. We hired you because we felt like you'd be a leader man. But um, I feel like we're going to get him one more year, but I don't need to see Luke no more. I don't need to see Luke. Luke got to go. I agree with you. I agree with you. I agree. I think Luke has to go. Has to go. I, I think Luke has to go. I, um, uh, I just think they need to shuffle the deck. I say give give Justin a a a, a Y. Give him a number two wide receiver. You give him, hey, you get dude out of Ohio State next DJ. I don't know right. who stops that. Right. Get it, get it, get a top wide receiver pick. Get somebody dynamic alongside of Justin that forces Justin to feed. Cause right. that's and then when well, that's my main thing. Why about everybody saying like we need to get quarterback? No, you get Marvin Harrison Jr. Yeah, because get Marvin Harrison you Jr. get Marvin Harrison Jr. Right. Jr. Then you could be like, all right, Justin, you yeah. literally don't have no crush now. Right, you literally you don't know, have a crush, and that's what every time, team, please. and that's what every good team has done over the the span yeah. of year. That's why they're constantly good. That's why the 49 is always good. That's why the Phillies are always good. They have they can plug and pick stuff, but the scheme got to be good for one. Get Marvin Harrison Jr. or get Travis Hunter. And then. Is he coming out? I don't know. He hasn't announced it. But get Marvin Harrison Jr. and then you'll have. A, you, a, I mean, yeah. I mean, we we, we we got a little money situation going on with Jalen Johnson. Once we figure out what's, what's going to happen <laughs> with that, then we might entertain Travis. But uh, I don't We'll see. Moving on, I, to the, yeah. moving on to the Clippers. I think the Clippers are the most disappointed. That too, the most disappointing (laughs) NBA team. Already? Not us? Not the Bulls. No, I knew the Bulls were going to suck. That didn't disappoint me. Bro, we don't just suck. We're, we're, what what I say, bro, we don't, that's what I say. I I mean, it's in the new, we on hospice. Whoa. We no, I'm so serious. We're on hospice. They were they just wait. They it's like we sitting there waiting for the plug to get unplugged. Hey, what's up? It's CVMK33. Look, I want you to subscribe, hit the notification bell, subscribe here, 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 everywhere, so you can get the latest and greatest of this podcast content. Stay tuned. This man sponsor kicked in. I didn't even. I didn't even know. I just. I was like, what? <laughs> hey, what do you say? All right, like, hey, look, you missing your cue. Ah, we're gonna, ah. it's definitely we gotta, just we time it, you know. They, all right, so explain that the Bulls are on hospice. I don't know what the heck happened there, boys. I was, <laughs> it's like, hey, look, it's time to let, let you know. You need hey, to you need to subscribe. 
You heard what he said. You need to scrap. But yeah, back to hospice. They are hospice, bro. They sitting there just they sitting here waiting for Zach to get traded. And I'm saying, like, all right, well, y'all, if you gonna trade Zach, you better get rid of everybody. Hey, everybody gotta go. I said the only person you keep is probably Kobe and Io. Everybody can go. Caruso, Penguin. What you keeping Caruso here for? They talking about culture. I'm like, we ain't got a culture for him. To be, he gonna be the only one with some culture up in here. Billy Donovan gotta go. <laughs> Wash your hands, bro. That bro, like that, did bro? Did you see us last night? I've I've been keeping track with y'all, it's bro. Just... We went live and we said in the third at the end of the third quarter. Yeah, all right, y'all. Mugs got to get up in the morning. These mugs not even trying. We going to try this again next time. Good night. Peace. <laughs> we did not finish that game. That's how bad they looked. They didn't care, bro. They, I mean, the Las Vegas Aces could kill them. That's how bad they looked. Jeez. I mean, it's look, the Bulls have a toxic culture. They draft the wrong players. They double down on players who they don't need to. It's just a bad recipe, right? Um, are you saying it was a bad? You saying Zach was a bad double down? No, I think when they traded for Zach, because the original it was in that Jimmy Butler trade, right? For and, and that's one thing that people don't never. Right, he was not the prime person we wanted in that pit, right. that draft. I mean that trade. We wanted. We was about to trade Jimmy for Chris Dunn straight up. Right. That's we wanted thought. Chris Dunn. They threw in Zach. And Chris, because Zach was injured that year. Yes. Right. And Chris Dunn. Yeah. Fell off. Fell off. Bad, right. bad trade. Right. Bad trade. Amazing college career. And then he just couldn't do it. Just couldn't do it. Right. So fell off. And Zach was like, here, just take him. You know, and then we had Zach. And then it was like, oh, okay, cool. And then, you know, instead of getting like, you know, maybe like a, a dynamic big or a point guard, well, I mean, this is before Zoe, they go and they get the same player in DeMar. And I mean, like, and I feel like DeMar, this is what they should have did. I wasn't mad at the DeMar signing because getting Booch and getting DeMar was to, was like the condiments to make Zach sign. Because he wasn't going to sign if he wasn't going to show that you was willing to build with him. That's yeah. showing Zach, at least you're willing to build with him. But soon as DeMar had that MVP type year, you should have traded him. Because him and De- his Zach and DeMar was never going to work, even if you had Zoe. When it came down to it, which we at the end of that, we want to win championships. That was only going to get us so far. Do you think that It's I'm because I'm I'm starting to look at you know the history and then I look at Toronto, right? And I was like, hmm, they traded DeMar. And then you start looking at Minnesota, and it's like, hmm, you win the dunk contest and they don't keep you. <laughs> you know, is there? Is there? I don't mean like that. That came out. That came out wrong. But I mean like, I was like, where you going with this? 
<laughs> do you think do you, do you think that the truth of the matter is maybe I think we've given them the superstar title? I, 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 to me, people, because somebody tried to say it in, in the Discord, I mean, they're like, yeah. we tried to give, I was like, nobody calls Zach no superstar. Nobody ever calls Zach the superstar. What about Jamar, King of the Fourth? You got to say something. I didn't, I didn't, King of the Fourth don't mean you a superstar to me. But, like, I think what happened, this was the problem. This is what I feel like the whole issue was. You came in, you added these dudes to win. And to make Bulls relevant and to get Zach to sign. Right. What you end up doing and not didn't know what was going to happen was DeMar was going to come in, kill, and he was never going to look like that again. And we should have known that. But he came in, killed, and you said, oh, oh, this scheme works. This is DeMar team. We're going to run everything through this DeMar. This is going to help Vooch. And then Zach, he's such an elite scorer. We're going to work his way. And that's how it's going to work. And we was like, no, no, no. And everybody thought Zach was just, oh, he, well, you let him come up in here. You just tripped. I'm like, no. Y'all literally gave him the ring. Y'all gave him the keys. It, I can't take the keys if you gave it to him. Right. And that's the whole thing when he came here. DeMar. The, the, I mean, Don, Billy Donovan values DeMar over Zach. He does. It's clear. You can see it in the way we run. You can see it the way we he calls things. He can see the way he finished games. He favors DeMar. And the whole time, he's like, dog, this whole reason this happened is because you wanted me to sign. You gave me the money. I'm supposed to be that guy. And he in my way. And it was never supposed to work that way. So that's why everything went kaput because you you bring in this team thinking they was actually gonna be a contender. No, this was to bring him in so you can you said the guy lines over like okay, we got the point guard, we got so Demar's not gonna repeat this in again regardless. And plus he's cogging, he's taking up too much of the paint along with boots. They're both even with he don't work with Zach, he don't work with Boots because they're occupying the same thing. Yeah. So if that's not going to work, y'all got to go. You could have kept Vooch because you could still work with Vooch with a, a guy like Zach because he can hit the mid-range, but he, he's more valuable in the three-point range, mostly off-ball, and that helped when Zoe was here. But when you got Debo up here slowing the pace down and cog in the middle of the paint, now you got him frustrated along with a Vooch frustrated because now he can't get the ball at the elbow, or you don't see him selling off the paint, and y'all don't feed him down low. Now he got attitude. True, true. Now he can't get into the game, so it's never going to work. You sitting here playing tug of war, my turn, your turn, and it was never going to work that way. That's true. That's true. You built the team wrong. That's really what it is. And everybody getting mad at Zach talking about he quit. I would quit on this team, too. You were supposed to build around me. Now you you went to go build around Demar. Hey, so get me out of here. I don't like this coach, and I'm gone. Hey, this is what it's they either need. me or the coach. They need Derrick Rose back at point guard, Joe <laughs> Noah back at center, and that team be ready to. <laughs> no, they bring in an old bull every week. <laughs> Eddie Curry was here two weeks ago. He was like, oh, what you doing? Now he's gonna get a statue. I'm like, he about to get a. <laughs> I wouldn't even give you a uh I wouldn't even give you a a plaque. 
Bro, <laughs> you not worth the black? No. You get a, 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 a you get a, a a card. Thank you. I think a Hallmark. <laughs> like, hey, hey, man. You get you get you get a Bulls jersey, a Bulls hat, and I thank you card. Seasons. What are the what are the goods? <laughs> and a hotel stay across the street. Oh gosh. Oh geez, it's terrible. All right, look, we come back with this uh uh sponsor break. It'll keep me forward. We're gonna discuss Jalen Hurts because it hurts so good. Just quick word from our sponsors. I literally just tried the best pre-workout on the planet. With superpower pre-workout, you have increased focus and a power boost every single time you work out. It's not only packed with 225 milligrams of caffeine, but it also has citrulline and creatine. It's insane how much energy and focus I had during my workouts. If you're ready to take your workouts to the next level, then dish your current pre-workout and get the superpower pre-workout to be your own hero. All right, John, www.cvnkglobal.store. Get the superpower pre-workout. I'm telling you, it doesn't disappoint. www.cvmkglobal.store. Have we overlooked Jalen Hurts? And the reason why I ask is... 10 and 1 is no slouch. 2,697 yards with five games left is remarkable. I think it's six games because they added a week. Yep. Passing yards, he's on pace for another for a 4K season. He has a 2 TD to 1 interception ratio. His QBR is 102.5 with the completion percentage just at about 68%. It doesn't look as pretty as Mahomes. It's not as athletic as Justin Fields or Lamar Jackson. Uh, it doesn't have the six foot five, you know, big quarterback demeanor like Josh Allen. But every time you look up, Jalen could be down by 50 in the fourth quarter, and they win. Why don't we give Jalen Hurts the respect as maybe the most clutch quarterback in the game and arguably the best quarterback this season? Because we, he not doing it how they think a quarterback supposed to be doing it. Explain. He doing it as a legit dual threat, and he's winning. So they um, the people that don't think you're gonna be that's sustainable is gonna always feel like, oh, what Josh Allen is doing is amazing. What Patrick Mahomes is doing is amazing. They're passing all over the field, and okay, that's cool. But like, there's other ways to win the game, and they and, and some people are just not trying to hear that. This is a new day. This is a new day era. These coaches got to realize, bro. Most of these dudes coming out of high school and college right now are dual threat. That's true. And they're going to pick up yards by using their legs. And that's and they don't realize the reason why it's becoming so heavily enthralled in the office is because there has been young one person to finally find a, a right defense where they can stop it. Because hey, like they always say, eventually it's an extra man on the field. You can have everybody covered, but if their quarterback get loose, everybody covered. That's true. And that's the one thing they don't understand. Like, if you can figure that out and then you can find somebody that could do both, 
that's the recipe for nobody can stop you. Even though Patrick Mahomes does it in his own way, but right. it's still a dual threat form. They're just not, it's just the ways he does it. Do you also think it's his personality? You know, like Jalen is he's quiet and he's, he's stoic. Quiet. He's stoic and quiet. He's very stoic. Not like I don't know what to say. You know, like Lamar Jackson is is quiet, right? But he's not stoic. Right, like there's a difference, yeah. right? I mean, Jalen, all you know, yes, sir, humble. My dad is with me, you know, like almost like a throwback quarterback, right? Um, suit and tie. I mean, the when constant- you hit him in that huddle, right? Flip though, yeah, it flipped. So. Like you gotta listen right. to one of his um, his like like locker room speeches, yeah, and huddles. He get he like he get like that. Yeah, I believe it. I believe it. I definitely, I, like he really, I forget. I don't know if it was like. I think it was a game, but he was like, you know, that's how we do it. We work. We work. We right. did. We seen. And you know, we all feel it in our chest. We know that feeling. Now. We didn't play that good that day, but right. what we do, we find things to win. I was like, yeah, <laughs> I, I bust a bug for this man. Like oh, Jalen. I think Jalen is the quarterback that everybody wants in the team. He's he's gonna support you he's gonna push you but he's not gonna like embarrass you right oh no uh, like he's he's um, what do you call a man's man are we looking at because it seems like i'm gonna be honest with you the eagles have been the most consistent team in the nfl every other team oh that yeah that's, been a fact. that's a roller fact. coaster right mm-hmm. is it the eagles year barring injury yeah to me because like I just feel like just because it's him. Because like if just because James James just finds a way. Once once you get into that territory where like we expect you to win, we right. find that you finding ways to win. Like you're gonna be you're gonna it's it's almost like the Brady effect. You just know some way, it don't matter what time it's on the board, you like that's too much time. That's way too much time. Once you start hitting that era, that's true. It's over. It's over. And, ain't nothing you can say about it. But it is what it is when it's coming with him, bro. Like he 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 didn't he didn't put the work in. He um he does everything right. He he's not he's quiet to some degree, but he ain't. And he just get the business done, and he, he he's one of those dudes. That's true. That's true. I'm gonna come out. I'm gonna. I gotta nickname this dude because I'm like Jalen Hurts. You know, I'm like, all right, that's cool. You know, I like, you know, but I couldn't think of anything. I think it's too soon to call him the goat. You know, King is already taken. I'm gonna call Jalen for now on President Hurts. President Hurts. When you think President of him, you think right. of that's tight. President. President. Yeah. President. He does give me like a Barack Obama was nice in football. Yes, yes. <laughs> that's exactly what, ah, the Barack Obama football. New new yeah. nickname alert. New nickname alert. <laughs> <laughs> the president, the president, man. New nickname, man. Uh, <laughs> that was nice. Yeah. Steve, where can they connect with you, man? Hey, follow me and Steve O speaks on everything as well. All the Central Fam, NBA Central, Chicago Central, White Sox, Cubs Central. NBA Central, all that. Bears Central, all that.
Y'all connect with them. You know what you got to do. Another ad the sponsor kicked in. He was surely told you where to subscribe. And yes, it's YouTube, CBMK. It is what it is. That's our show. CBMK is going global. CBMK33. Um, everything, man. Where it goes down. The best podcast, CBMK show. It is what it is. Because it is. What it really is. What it is. And until next time, guys. Thanks. If you think exercise alone got me looking like this, well, think again. CVMK Global Super Thick got me right. I'm obsessed and yeah, I won't stop talking about it because it helped me grow in all the right places. Its creatine provides a fast and reliable way to increase your power, size, and shape. And it's scientifically proven to help you reach your physical goals in a safe, controlled manner. So if you want to increase muscle size, pump, and thickness in your muscle groups, you need Super Thick.